Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast. And I'm your host, Farooq. I am sat here in my room, staring out the window, and we are coming to a close of the fasting and alhamdulillah it's raining it's literally pouring it down and i feel so blessed that allah has provided us with this beautiful month and how it is coming to an end and i hope that each and every one of us tried our best to get ourselves close to allah in any which way that we could and inshallah as this beautiful rain falls down on us each and every drop is a reminder to us of how we cannot count the blessings that Allah provides for us even if we tried so I just want you to remember now that we've come to the end of Ramadan that there are many changes that are going to happen in your life and we know that a lot of the time when our faith, our Iman, during Ramadan is at peak, what tends to happen is on the run-up to the end of Ramadan, when we celebrate the Eid, things start to go back to normal. And that is where I want you to focus. I want you to really dig deep into that mind of yours and just tell yourself, that what changes did I bring into this holy month and what can I do to implement them into my life especially when it comes to bringing yourself close to Allah and I want to go through a couple of things that will help you inshallah including myself because I need reminders also about how to increase your iman Bismillahirrahmanirrahim so the first thing I would definitely say is read the Quran often, make it your companion, even if you read half a page a day, it makes all the difference. Make it part of your routine, first thing in the morning, when you pray your Fajr, try and get a half a page in, or even after breakfast, try and get a half a page in before you start your day. So reading the Quran, it strengthens your connection with Allah, and when you read it, it also connects with your heart and your soul even if it's one ayah per day read pause and reflect read pause and reflect and then focus on the translation focus on what Allah is saying to us in this holy book because these are the words of Allah this book itself has all the solutions to all of our problems and inshallah it will strengthen your connection with Allah and provide you comfort and I, I want to share this with you. This is a hadith from Sahih Muslim. Abu Dar reported the Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, said, Allah Almighty says, Whoever comes with a good deed will have the reward of ten like it and even more. Whoever comes with an evil deed will be recompensed for one evil deed like it, or he will be forgiven. Whoever draws close to me by a length of a hand, I will draw close to him by the length of an arm. Whoever draws close to me by the length of an arm, 
I will draw close to him by the length of a fathom. Whoever comes to me walking, I will come to him running. Whoever meets me with enough sins to fill the earth, not associating any partners with me, I will meet him with as much as forgiveness. Subhanallah. This is Allah, our Creator, and we must get to know him through the words of Allah, that is the Qur'an. So, just to recap, I mentioned read the Qur'an as much as you can, try and implement that into your life. The next thing is to believe in Allah's mercy, especially when you are making dua, that he is going to respond and you have no doubt in that. Try your best, make an effort, and Allah will help you throughout the course of your life. As mentioned in Surah Az-Zumar, verse number 53, Despair not in the mercy of Allah. Indeed, Allah forgives all sins. If you perform the religious deeds with sincere intention, you will see how your faith boosts up. One of the biggest things that helps me as a just an all-rounder human being, spiritually, psychologically, mentally, is prayer. Now, I don't know what I would do without my prayer. I really need that boost five times a day. It's an excellent recharge and it's an awesome way of connecting with Allah. This is where you get to talk to Allah. So just as the Quran, Allah is talking to us, Salah, you are talking to Allah. So once you invocate after the prayer, when you are asking from Allah for all the things that are beneficial for you, that you would like in this world, that you would like in the hereafter, we pray that Allah accepts our du'as. Let's aim high as possible, because just as we sin and sin and sin, it does not mean that we should be aiming low when it comes to our afterlife, our hereafter. Let's aim as high as possible. Let's be positive with all aspects of our du'as, let's be sincere when we ask from Allah. So again, do not neglect your prayer. Get your five times salah in there that is there to benefit you. And, you know, even if you aren't concentrating in your uh, prayer as well, because, you know, the distractions are there, of course, everyone is distracted. Try your best to put all the things behind you when you stand up to prayer, inshallah. Uh, one thing... I will say is what helps me is try to make yourself aware that Allah is watching you and also it could be your last prayer. So how would you pray your last prayer? You would definitely want to be in concentration when it's your last prayer. And when you are done with your fourth prayer, don't just pack your prayer mat and leave. Let your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts follow. You know, ask from Allah and he knows everything about you. So even from the moment you raise your hands up and you're going to ask for a specific help, He knows what you're going to ask for. He loves you and He will never ever abandon you. Just remember that. So tell Him what's going on in your heart right now. Tell Him that you want the comfort, you want the relief and that only comes from Allah and He will increase your Iman. So again, this is another simple step to increase your Iman whether it's in Ramadan or even after Ramadan, insha'Allah. Allah says in the Qur'an, in chapter number 2, verse number 43, 
and establish prayer and give zakah and bow with those who bow in worship and obedience. The next thing I want to mention is making du'a, although I just mentioned, uh, briefly touched on that. Making du'a is one of the best ways to demonstrate your reliance on Allah. You know, how much we depend on Allah, how much we need Allah, because Allah does not need us, but we need Him. We need Him for everything in our lives. So when we ask from Allah, that is the best way to connect to Allah, and it's also a great iman booster. Allah says in chapter 40, verse number 60, Your Lord has proclaimed, Call upon me and I will respond to you. And remembering that Allah is able to seal the hearts from his guidance and also he will guide whom he wills. All the hearts of the offspring of Adam are between the two fingers of Ar-Rahman's fingers, which is Allah, as one heart. So, He turns it in any direction as he wills. Then Allah's Messenger said, O Allah, the turner of the hearts, turn our heart towards your obedience. And that is Sahih Muslim. Another great Iman booster is to give charity often. So maybe set up a monthly donation to a charity that provides for various projects that again gives you that self-awareness that look I'm trying to do something I'm trying to give to a good cause even if it's three dollars five dollars six dollars a month however you can afford it makes all the difference and also the money that you have it puts barakah in it Allah mentions in Surah Al-Baqarah verse number 274 those who spend their wealth in charity by night and by day privately and publicly will find that their reward is secure with their Lord. No fear shall be on them, nor shall they grieve. So helping others creates a feeling of peace and purpose, and not only charity protects you from evil, but it's an an immense reward for when you leave this world. So this is a continuation of when you leave this life, those rewards stay with you, alhamdulillah. So I'm going to conclude by simply saying, may Allah accept all our fasts, all our ibadah, ameen. May Allah allow us to draw ourselves closer to him, ameen. May Allah protect our children, our youth, the next generation. May Allah increase them in their obedience and piety and allow them to be the ambassadors also of this religion moving forward for their children and generations to come. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. I hope you have a blessed Eid. I'm recording this on the last fast of Ramadan. It's getting very close to the iftar now. So I'm going to make dua. Please remember me in your duas. I'm very sad that the fasting has uh, ended. But I'm also pleased that I was able to do as much as I could. And may Allah allow us the opportunity to do this again next year. Let's use this boost that we've received from Ramadan to keep us going for the rest of the year until we reach the next Ramadan, inshallah. Let's pray for each and every one of us. Let's pray for those who are oppressed. Let us pray for those who are going through suffering right now around the world, that may Allah grant them ease. May Allah allow all the Muslims around the world who are suffering who are going through something right now, a tribulation, a test, an uncertainty. May Allah grant them ease. May Allah 
remove the hardships and allow them to understand that those hardships are there to draw themselves closer to Allah. May Allah give us the true understanding of these tests that we go through. May Allah allow us to draw ourselves so close to Him that we feel that love because that is where we find that peace. That is where we find that tranquility. And may Allah allow us to feel this, each and every one of us. I thank you for being here and supporting me during this podcast. I thank you for allowing me to use your space where you could listen to this podcast. Inshallah, we will continue our journey through the Quran after the Eid. I hope you all have a blessed Eid. Take care and inshallah, you will hear from me after Eid. Inshallah. Eid Mubarak to you and your family. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.